Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. show blitz but back out except for the corner and Rogers under pressure and he can't escape then he goes at the 14 yard line the ball comes out and the officials at the two yard line with Bosa coming in there let the play go they call it a fumble and it's all the way back to the two Fred Warner came in and popped him and then Rogers lost the ball Highlight courtesy of Al Michaels and NBC Sports. This is the Wendy's Big Show, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, courtesy of Ho- Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. PaysBig.com is where you visit gaming, dining, hotel, and spa. It's all happening at Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. Mike Clemens on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Mike, everything went wrong in that game in San Francisco, and uh, that was just... Well, that was actually the second thing that went wrong. The first was that bogus... Uh, taunting call they gave to Devontae Adams on the first play of the game. Yeah, and after the game, and you played it earlier this hour, Aaron Rodgers went to the podium and said, I still think we've got a good team, and we're going we're to see these guys again here in, in six weeks. Mike, when he shook up with Jimmy Garoppolo after the game, this video has come up viral. He said, yeah, we'll see you later, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, and he, uh, you thought he was a little loopy because they had just suffered a beatdown in that game. And by God, they won six in a row. By and God. they beat the Seattle Seahawks. And a depleted Seahawks team, you know, no no real backfield, you know, save for Marshawn Lynch. Um, today, back in the in 2008, the summer of 2008, during the meltdown with uh, Brett Favre and Favre being traded to the Jets, did you ever think that there would be a day where we'd say, hey, Brett Favre's now got a radio show, and his guest today is Aaron Rodgers. And no. They're gonna, and they're going to be calling each other buddy. No. Nope. That, that actually happened nope. today on NFL radio because Brett does a little show out of the house in Hattiesburg, and Aaron Rodgers was his guest. And Aaron, the question that Aaron was asked was if there's a way to, open the, to write the opening paragraph on the yearbook for the 2019 Green Bay Packers season, what would it be, Aaron? A lot of fake news, a lot of misinformation about what people thought was going to happen, all these conjectures about the relationship between Matt and I. Not a lot of those things have uh, popped up over the last few weeks, uh, which is, to me, quite comical. You know, it's yeah. been it's yeah. been a lot of fun. I mean, Matt and I have, have had a blast working together, Nate Hackett and Luke Getzey. It's been a great room to be in, had a lot of fun with Tim Boyle and Manny Wilkins in the room, you know, my quarterbacks, just being creative and collaborating and talking ball every day. It's been a lot of fun. And then just watching our team grow from a chemistry standpoint off the field, you know, spending time together with these guys and then watching us grow on the field, you know, tactically as we've come together and and learn to trust each other in the moments, kind of block out all the outside noise and just focus on what's most important. And that's winning at, you know, however we have to do it. And you know, there's been a lot of talk about the aesthetics of it and how it looks. And, and like I said, from from the beginning of those conversations, the only thing that matters is winning. And 
and we've done a lot of it this year. I'm thoroughly impressed of how well you have played, how productive you have played. I appreciate it, buddy. The longevity part, obviously there's never going to be anybody like yourself and, and the streak oh. uh, of consecutive games played and the toughness you showed. But, you know, being at your best for an extended period of time is something that I was fortunate to, to be able to watch you as a oh. fan and then as a teammate and, and just knowing how important that sustained success is and just living up to the expectations of yourself and your teammates. There's nothing like, to me, there's nothing like that pressure when you know that your team expects you to go out and perform and you can go out and execute and and uh, and do your part. I think that's what true pressure and accountability and competition is all about. I still can't even get over how current events-wise, he dropped a fake news the day that the president's in town. <laughs> Um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, there's a word that he uses. He tries to be impeccable with his word. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's cards he's not going to deal because he doesn't want to create adversity for his locker room, for his team. There's a whole lot more that's on that guy's mind about what could be fixed, what could be different. <coughs> now, let's be let's be real, though, about this, uh, Mr. Fake News, uh, that through, through much of the season and through halfway through training camp and actually – through the first month of the regular season, Aaron Rodgers was not writing endorsement checks for Matt LaFleur. He, he was going to be wait and see because he didn't know. So if he's going to be, you know, if he's going to be true to his word, if he doesn't want to have things thrown back in his face, the perfection as it is, he was guarded throughout the season. I think it's about the time that they got to that 42, they put 42 points up on the Raiders, and he got caught in the sound bite, you know, uh, the mic'd up saying, let's go for five touchdowns today. That's where it, it became solid. That's where those two became solid. You know, let's let's call it the way it is. Well, and Mike, and then then they faced a bunch of adversity, both trips out to California, and they haven't lost since that bad game in San Francisco where it was pretty obvious they got away from the game plan a little bit too early. They got beat up by the 49ers, yeah. man. That, that interior defensive line, and they had, they had a depleted group on that Sunday night game. And here's when you talk to the veterans straight in the face, like, did did you get beat up or or was it just a bad game plan against the 49ers when you got beat 37-8? This is Corey Lindsley. From top to bottom, I mean, you know, whatever was wrong with the plan didn't work, you know, and we didn't execute well enough up front from a player's perspective. I didn't play well enough. A lot of guys didn't. We know this time coming around, you know, we got to learn from our mistakes last time. We got we have to build on them, and we have to make sure that we don't make the same mistakes. I guess the overarching theme: don't get into keep it in manageable down in distances. Don't don't get into these third and long situations because that's what these guys feed off of. And for him, in the middle of that offensive line, they've become a much better unit since that game. Yeah, and you know, regardless as to the strength of the teams that you did face in those six games, you did put a. That's a good Seattle Seahawks team. They always come ready to play. And so I asked Corey, what did they do differently to put together that six-game winning streak then? I think every week we've kind of learned from our mistake, mistakes in the week previous. Um, we've had slip-ups, obviously. It hasn't been, you know, we're not undefeated, obviously. So I think just week in and week out, everybody in this locker room's kind of taken it game by game, going 1-0, learning from our mistakes, getting better, and things that we've done in the earlier games where, you know, just like this past week, I think we did a heck of a job running the ball. There were some ops out there that we didn't take full advantage of, and now you know we see what happened, we learn from it, keep growing. That's a dude that needs to know that they have to have a huge game protecting and being able to run the ball if they're going to be able to get a win here on Sunday. Now up front, 
the offensive lineman, and even in the well, Bakhtiari said it on your show. Yeah, he did. That this was technique. All right, it wasn't that you know that we that they're just better, stronger players than we are. This comes down to technique and things that we were trying to do that messed us up. We won't make the, that mistake. Swear that those are mistakes they don't have to make a second time. Mike, when you thought about all these guys that came in the first day of free agency, usually first day of free agencies, a spending spree, and a lot of times it can turn into fool's gold. The the four starters they brought in on the first day of free agency, Billy Turner led the offensive line and snaps played. You look at, we already know the double-digit sacks that Preston and Darius have had, but Adrian Amos in the back end, now being able to play with, as Darnell Savage gets named to the all-rookie team this year, he was exactly what you needed, a stable force back there to help communicate and grow your rookie safety. Yeah, stable. That's, that's a great way to describe it, Bill. Stable force. And that's the question for Adrian Amos. I mean, you know, you left for more money. Uh, the Bears, you know, were, yep. were, were out of money. But at the same time, there's, there's three or four teams that are interested. You come to Green, but you leave the 12-4 and four Bears. And people thought they were going to be the Super Bowl team of the NFC this year. And you come to Green Bay, did you really think that you had a shot in Green Bay your first year here in an NFC championship? That's what you prepare for. That's what you um, That's what you want. You go to a team, I, I think in the preseason, that's what you envision every time. You know what I'm saying? You, you envision trying to go all, all the way. Now, how would this game be different than the 37-8 loss to the 49ers when they're running up down the field on you guys. Just a different game, different moment. It's going to be different situations. You know, I, I know last game we played them, beat ourselves a lot early. You know what I'm saying? It just could never recover. You can't do that against a great team like that. Um, can't make mistakes, penalties. We fumbled on a one-yard line, and they went in and scored. Um, just things like that that you can't do against a great teams like that and expect to expect to recover and win. Mike, now you guys have been able to talk to Jimmy Graham a little bit more and uh, very happy that you guys were able to after a very satisfying game, I imagine it was, for him this past week. Yeah, and Graham, you know, I mean, he's, there's a reason that Aaron Rodgers talks about him needing as somebody to, as a sound-off board, as a friend uh, through the crisis of last year's season and McCarthy getting fired. Um, and well, every time we have talked to Jimmy Graham, you know, he keeps on talking about, this is a young team, man. He's mm-hmm. not used to being around so many 24-year-olds on a team. The teams he was was with Pete Carroll, you know, and with Sean Payton. There are so many more veterans, so many more guys in their 30s. So he emphasizes that, but he kind of wants to have a little fun with this, too, that a guy who came out of the U and still has his home in Miami says, I want to be home for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm trying to get to Miami. Yeah, I'm trying to go back home. So, you know, to get the opportunity to do it on Sunday, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a game, and, and it's going to be a hell of a challenge for us. And, you know, we're up for it. We just got to keep plugging away and keep learning. You know, I mean, even, I mean, you would think, you know, what are we, 14 and 3 now, that we're still learning, but we are. You know, we got a, a lot of young guys on this team, and, you know, now they got a taste of the playoffs. So now we got to take that experience and move it on to Sunday. Mike, I was a little bit surprised. I mean, now I, everybody that has been wanting Aaron Jones to take over as the absolute lead back the 21-to-1 differential in touches. I was surprised we didn't see more of Jamal Williams in that game. Yeah, I, as a power back, too, on a cold night and Sunday night at Lambeau, you think that that's what all, it's all about. Yeah. Here's what these guys are holding on to, though, Bill. It's 36 times you've had a deal where a team that lost to an opponent by 25 points or more, and the Packers <laughs> lost to the 49ers by 29 points that night mm-hmm. back in November. At 36 times... When they when those two teams met up again in the postseason, the loser won the playoff game, 
22 to 14. Mm. 22 to 14. So that's, maybe that's something that goes up on Matt LaFleur's board tomorrow morning at the team meeting. The schedule came out, by the way. And you know, an NSC conference championship, when we've had this four or five times now since WSSP's been on the air, you know, it's like a mini Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have extra press conferences. They're going to bring in Devontae Adams to the podium tomorrow afternoon, if you want to take that live. Aaron Jones will be at the podium. Aaron Rodgers will be at the podium. He's going to, and Rodgers is going to have to do press, two press conferences this week. They're going to bring in the Smith brothers, all kinds of extra media activities going on. So Jamal Williams, speaking to him, you know, he was asked two or three times about, well, how, is the, how will your preparation be different this week, this time for the 49ers? And, get, you know, writers are trying to find different angles. And this was Jamal's response. I swear, it's like y'all just changed. It's the same question, but different words. <laughs> same question, different words. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much we go stay focused, be ready for the week, and be ready to go to work because this is what we do, and we focus for it, and we're ready to go. We we feel like we got we got unfinished business, and our business is to make it all the way to the Super Bowl, so we take it a week at a time. Mike, as somebody that's been in the media for as long as you have, is there anything more nauseating than somebody asking the same question that somebody just asked at the same press conference no, because they no. wanted it on their oh, camera? Where's your confidence now? Yeah. You know, it's the same, you know, I'm looking at him like. I've wanted to say that same thing to how many different do you, people? People watch the games. Do you actually <laughs> watch the games? But, you know, my advice to, to Jamal is dude, it's only Tuesday. I mean, wait until Friday this week with all the media you're going to have to do. You know, that's the downside of of having a shot at the Super Bowl, but it's all fun. He's going to have to uh, get more stories about how he felt like a mermaid to uh, kill some of that time. There you go. Mike, appreciate it, man. We'll talk on Thursday. Thank you, Big Show. That's Mike Clemens. He will be going out to San Francisco along with our own radio, Joe Zenzola. They are drive. They're taking a, a heck of a way. They're going driving to Minneapolis, then flying to Denver, Las Vegas, to San Francisco, and then covering the game, then coming on right back. So that's going to be a heck of a flight. Uh, Gary Ellerson's taking a little bit different travel, going down to Miami for the Super yeah. Bowl, just hoping the boys are meeting you down there. Well, right. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Though. <laughs> Driving. Isn't that nuts? Holy moly. That's putting in time. That's dedicated. That's putting in time. It's dedicated right to go to the game, man. Well, you got to be dedicated to the craft, dedicated well, to the game. Well, they're getting signed, bringing it back for the fellas. So, I mean, you know, it's going to be great. Great for us and good good team players. Guys, outdoor golf season is over, but you can keep your swing in mid-season groove at Wisconsin Indoor Golf Center. They have the latest state-of-the-art high-definition golf simulators, over 100 leading courses like Pebble Beach, Doral, Pinehurst, and others as you swing away with your friends while enjoying pizza, wings, and full alcohol bar while it snows outside. Don't let your golf swing go into hibernation, folks. Keep it fresh at Wisconsin Indoor Golf Center. For details, check them out on Facebook or online at WisconsinIndoorGolfCenter.com. That's the way one... too much. What? That's way too much. Flying. I mean, they're well, not even in the air very long. They just need a training. I have plane trains and Right, road. Steve, right? Yeah, that, I mean, what? you? Okay, flying to Minneapolis. Driving to Minneapolis. Okay, driving to Minneapolis. Yep. Possibly in snow because there's a snowstorm coming Friday Oh, night. my God. And then from Mini to where? To Denver, to Las Vegas, to San Francisco. You know how quick those flights are going to be? Yeah, up and down. Man, you got to do what you got to do. I'd be doing the same thing if I could get my ass out there. I'd be doing well, anything nice. to get out to San Francisco. Weather That's what nice. I'm saying. Yeah, weather would be nice for him. No doubt about it. And, I mean, stop in Las Vegas. I mean, twist my arm. <laughs> well, I guess, you may not make it to yeah, San Francisco. I guess twist my Vegas. arm. Oh, no, I guess hey, i got to stop in Las Vegas. Out, do they have slot machines and stuff in the Vegas airport? Damn right they do. They do. All over the place. Oh, yeah, as soon as you get off. You're like, I don't know exactly how well they I never noticed that. 
Yeah, I don't know how well they pay. Actually, uh, Tim Allen, who's going to do Hot Stove Weekly, he hit on one of those slot machines. In the airport? In the airport for a decent amount. He sits down with Brandon Woodruff at 615, transits with the franchise next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.